Robbie. Yo. Are you fired up about our new official title sponsor? I really am excited. Bro, we talking level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. Have you ever heard of them, Robbie? I haven't. Bro, I just bought a new house. No joke, no game. I called the competition. I can't get a call back. Won't give me a free estimate. Can't make time for me. I'm talking about level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. They don't care if you live in Lake Charles. They don't care if you live in New Orleans. They don't care if you live in Alexandria. They're going to give you the free estimate. They're going to give you the personal touch. They're going to make sure you get what you need to succeed because level up gutters, they're winners. And winners win. Winners win. Go like level up gutters on Facebook. The phone number you need to call if you want that free estimate is 337-257-5149. That's 337-257-5149. Don't forget, winners win when you level up. Level up gutters. Winners win. Jesus Christ. Hawkins is on fire. Fire. Hawkins is split in half. My heart's split in half. Everything around me is falling. Uh, there was fake news spread all over Facebook about five deaths. All I could think about. <laughs> I had to, I waited and I watched the first episode the first day and I, I, I didn't want it to be done. I know that's a rookie move. I just, I kept putting it off. Putting <laughs> you, it don't, off. you don't know what the best part about this was, is that you waited until every single other person that hangs out with us watched it. So you had to sit there and, and fin- struggle. And, and fin y'all off like dogs from trying to tell me who died. Yep. Yep. It was a nightmare. <laughs> I watched it. Fuck Vecna. This is an anti-Vecna podcast. Absolutely. So I am thankful for one thing. My boy Steve did not die. Steve is, has became, over the last four seasons, my favorite character. Lumal, do you have a favorite character? Yeah, and it's Dustin. Dustin was my favorite character, and then it grew to Hopper, and then it has became Steve. Yeah. I love Steve. No, I thought, I thought your favorite was Eddie. I, he was my favorite on this season. No, I got you. Yeah, he was like like great character. We're not going to get into Eddie yet. Okay. So... Volume 2 comes out July the 1st. Everyone's watching it. Uh, come out with two episodes. One was an hour and a half, and I think the next one was two and a half hours. Was that right? Yeah, two and 15, something like that. Yep. First episode was called Papa. So off the rip, you already know who this one's about. It's based around uh, Papa, who invented all of this madness in the beginning. And, uh... Man, he becomes a character where me and Lacey were watching, and I couldn't even tell at the end if 
he was real sorry. Maybe we'll get to it in a little bit. You couldn't tell if he was really sorry about what he did. Dude, he was like an emotional roller coaster the whole episode. Just just the pop episode. He was like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And I think it it might have been some of uh some of the net, the the two hour one. But um I'm not gonna go into detail too much because we're gonna cover it in a little bit, but I felt like I was liking him at one point, and then the next moment it was like, boom, I fucking hate him. Like, get the hell out of there. Yeah. And the next moment I was like, okay, okay, she needs this. It is what it is. Just get what you need and get the hell out. Okay. So, I think this episode starts off with Nancy. She's, uh, I think you found out at the end of the last episodes that Nancy was, uh, you thought she had the, the curse of Vecna, but it turns out she didn't. Vecna was just in her mind, and he was, uh, he's going after, I think this episode starts where, uh, 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 he's stalking Nancy through, like, a, a vision of, a the massacre at the Hawkins lab, and, uh, that led to Henry, aka Vecna, being sent to the Upside Down. Yep. But he, but he ends up sparing her, and the one thing he told her, what did he tell her, Momo? To tell Eleven everything she's seen. So... He is planting the seed in her mind to Eleven's mind saying, there's nothing you can do to stop this. And I'm also teasing you. Yeah, I've been basically showing you everything that's going to happen. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. Vecna is, uh, is, is the worst, but also a great villain. Do you, do you agree he's a great villain, Mumal? Yeah, he's probably... Look, I, Vecna, I love Stranger Things to death. Ever bit of probably a top ten villain for me, like out of everything I've ever watched. Good, great, and the story with him, a one, aka, hints at Henry Creel. Yeah, Henry Creel, aka Vecna. The way they tied it up was beautiful. We've kind of already went over that, but uh, I I enjoyed him as a as a villain too. And what? But they go off after that. After she comes back and she's telling him everything that that Vecna said to tell. Hopper is still in Russia. That drove me and Lacey crazy. What drove me berserk was the fact that they went back to the fucking prison. Yep. That it. fucking murdered me. I like, feel like they finally got away from there. And then boom, turn around, go back. They go back up the shit, the shit ditch, back into the prison. You see, uh, right before that, I think they're in the, uh, they're in the hangar watching, uh, Yuri. Oh yeah, when Yuri stole the, uh, well he didn't steal it. He took the spark plug. I look like he was a spark stalling. Plug yeah, he's out stalling of the, out of the plane or the helicopter, whatever it was. Yeah, out of the helicopter, he's stalling. Uh, they finally, uh, they decide they need to go back to the base. They, uh, we'll, we'll we'll touch on that. But the episode keeps going. It goes back to the the underground base in like Las Vegas or wherever that's at, where mm-hmm. Brenner and Owen, uh, Brenner and Owens, they revive Eleven. And uh, you see her use her powers to lift the Nina tank. So right then and there, Mumal, you're like, okay, that's that's like the first big Eleven's back. Yep. Is that uh, is that what you saw from that? Mm-hmm. When um, not Doctor Brenner, but the other one, Owens, when when she finally lifted the Nina, or the big fucking tank thing or whatever, they were like, Doctor Owens was like, look. She just she just lifted this big massive tank, but yet Doctor Brown was like, "No, she's not ready." 
yeah, he was, he was being real selfish. Yeah. It, it, but it had you thinking, did he have her, what, did he have her best thoughts in mind? Maybe he did. Maybe she wasn't ready, but there was no other choice. I was on the side with uh, Dr. Brenner. I mean, he, it was now or never. Dr. Brenner kept flip-flopping. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like at that point in time right there, because I think there was some real, real, real good stuff that happened right after that. Okay. It it might have been, it might not have been that fast, but I'm talking about whenever she uh whenever he stuck her with tried sticking her with the needle. Was that? He did stick her with the needle. Yeah, that was later. It was. Yeah, that was a little bit later. It says so. Right after that, I think it cuts to a scene where they're in the Surfer Boy Pizza van, which was uh a great new character they brought in. I think his name's Gargoyle or whatever the 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 the, the uh, stoner hip, the stoner yeah, boy stoner hip pizza boy. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he was a great character. We we really loved him. Uh, so they're in the van, and, and it's a real emotional part. It's a uh, Will is kind of like uh, he's doubting himself with Eleven because I mean, you know she's such a powerful figure, and he's just a regular guy. And it's uh, I'm sorry, M- uh, Mike was Mike yeah, was Mike. doubting himself, and then his, and then this boy Will being his partner, but also Will secretly wanting to be as a lover. Boom! That was kind of a bomb for me. There is no evidence that that is true. Look, mm-hmm. Will Will does look a little bit on the fruity side. I'm not even gonna lie. Let's but. let's let's read from this article right here. It says, uh, "Luckily, Will gives him a painting and a pep talk, nope. and kind of a cathartic emotional moment you might expect at the end of an episode. But this show isn't messing around. The intimate moment between these characters make up." Make us love them so much, but from the moment Steve's opening up his heart to Nancy about his dreams of a big family, blah, 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 blah. Well, anyways, here's the, here's the part I was looking for. As Will fights back the tears, it's clear he isn't just talking about Eleven. Clearly, his feelings for Mike run deep. Sadly, they're good friends. Both the show's gay characters have crushes by, have been crushed by their crushes in the episode, and that's referring to Robin. And the young lady from school she likes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. There was no evidence, but I think it left it up for your interpretation. And the way that Jonathan, his brother, looked back at him in the mirror. Do you remember that part? He's telling uh, Mike yeah. and Will are talking. He's telling him he looks away and starts crying because he's mm-hmm. convincing him, like, you're good enough for 11. And he looks away, holds back the tears, and his brother's looking in the rearview mirror at Jonathan. And it was at that moment he was like, yep, it was like justification for him. You're right. It doesn't say that. But I think, I think it's pretty. I think it's there. I it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't like in season five they didn't come out with like they didn't they didn't have a scene with Will coming out a little bit. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, there could probably be that for sure. So back in the Nina lab, Brenner portrays Owens, coldly prioritizing his experimentation over the battle to save Hawkins. So that kind of that kind of saying what we were what we were talking about how Papa. Is saying she's not ready and I need to. No, nope. I didn't want. I didn't see it that way. He's coldly prioritizing his experimentation over the battle to save Hawkins. He wants to see, make sure his ego is saying, "I want to make sure this experiment works." No, that was like in the beginning of whenever, whenever he first seen Doctor Brenner. Whenever Doctor Owens brought her, brought Eleven back to the to the lab in the middle of nowhere. So and so that's what he said. Doing this reveals himself as much of the villain of season four as Vecna. Because I think that's why they named this episode Papa. I think that's a really good point. Uh, if you're watching the show, you're like, Eleven needs to be in Hawkins. 
and Papa's just holding it back. So this is what you were referencing earlier. Mm-hmm. Eleven, uh, she's she's ready to go. Papa don't want her to go. Eleven blows the hinges off the door. She says, "Don't come after me." What's Papa do? <laughs> sticks her with the needle. Papa sticks her with the needle. She goes down, and you're like, "Oh my god!" I just it won't. Uh. This brings back season one memories. Okay, that's what that's what it caught me as. At this time. The uh, boys in the uh, surfer van. Argyle, that's his name. Argyle, that's him. He uh, he makes himself useful as he guides the Prochachos to the Nina lab. He finds it. But that's when uh, Colonel Sullivan, who's uh, you know he's obviously with the military, he's uh, has already breached the hideout. So then a full-on shootout happens. The pizza fan, uh, the pizza van crew shows up just in time to distract the chopper. And Eleven, uh, she takes care of that chopper, right? Remember, yeah, that, was, that was a pretty cool scene. That yeah. was one of them, my eyes kind of swole up right there because I was like, come on, Eleven. I was expecting her to like rip it in half, though. Yeah, Not, she not just like stall it out to where it just hits the ground and blows up. But, yeah, like, I, I, I kind of too. I like, think I kind of was too. Rip the wings off of it or something. So, uh, Brennan's, uh, but Dr. Brenner, a.k.a. Papa, his final act is to free her from the shock collar. So that's what I was talking about at the end where you're like, man, was he the good guy or was he the bad guy? Me and Lacey was talking about that. Because he says, I'm proud of you, and I've only ever wanted to protect you. And you couldn't tell at that moment whether Eleven forgave him or she was, like, done with it. Like, you have controlled me long enough. Yep. Because they didn't, they didn't do anything. Like, she just looked at him. Correct. Me that and, was it. Like I said, me and Lexi talked about that. I can't exactly remember what her take was. I was almost like, maybe he, he was a good guy after all. And Lacey was like, nah, coach. And he was. I think he. I think he met well. He meant well, but some of the things he did did not go well. I liked. Uh, I liked that it. Uh, that it left that open for interpretation. You know what I mean? That yeah. left it open for you. You decide whether Papa was doing doing good or bad. I, I think that's a that that's solid. So, the name of that episode was Papa. It was a really just a big setup. I think the crew they went to the uh, gun shop. Uh, in that episode. They, you know, they're planning on going in the upside down and blowing up Vecna, et cetera. They got a mm-hmm. big plan, so they go and get armed. I know they see the basketball star. I don't know his name. Oh, big dude with the Letterman. Uh, dude with the Letterman. He, they see him. Uh, he has this little scene with Nancy where he's holding Nancy accountable because her brother, Mister Mike, is in the uh, is in the Hellfire Club. I've never wanted to punch anyone so bad through a TV. Man, he was a hell of a until, villain too, wasn't he? Until I've met him. Because on the next episode, episode yeah. nine, he really oh goes my full. God. We'll get to that. He really goes full. They completely deserve what happened. Yep, and that was a great. That was justice to him being so such a good villain. You get pissed at people. You get, you get pissed at characters, but dude, I I was pissed. Like not like a little bit mad. You know, I was pissed. Like ready to fucking hit him through the TV. So. uh... Papa was a good episode, but boy was it just a uh, just a big uh, a big setup for the for the finale, the two and a half hour finale. Yep. So this is a, a little too late to say spoiler warnings. <laughs> I'll make sure we put that in the caption when we post it. <laughs> don't listen to this if you uh, if you if you don't want to get it spoiled. But anyways, so episode eight ended with Brenner dying in the dust of the desert. But he's left a whole heap of trouble behind. His experiments on psychic kids, 
psychic kids led to Eleven zapping troubled youngster Henry Creel into a parallel dimension of the Upside Down years ago where he became Season 4's demonic villain Vecna. So, the part that frustrated me the most, but it was probably good, I'm going to say it again, Hopper could not, Hopper and George could not get out of Russia. And they they had to help fight the battle from Russia, just like Elle could never make it back to Hawkins. She had to help fight the battle from the salt bathtub. It took a whole season yeah, for them to get back. Yep. And, and we're, At the very end. So meanwhile, Sheriff Hopper, Joyce, and Murray, Murray, great character, by the way, try to escape the brutal Russian gulag with help of uh, the former god, Enzo. And they got uh, Yuri with them, the snake Yuri. Episode 9 opens with Jim and Joyce facing the same problem as Eleven, Mike, Will, Jonathan, and surfer boy Rochacho, Argyle. They have to get back to Hawkins before Vecna kills again and opens a fourth gate. Steve, Nancy, Robin, Dustin, and Eddie Munson tool up to infiltrate the Upside Down and stake Vecna in his coffin. Meanwhile, Lucas and Erica are entering terrifying Krill Mansion to offer Max as bait. How was you, uh, how, did you buy into the Facebook hype? Did you think, man, like five people are really going to die? Did you see that on Facebook, by the way? Uh, yeah, I did. And nothing surprised me anymore with Stranger Things because I have tried predicting things in the, in the past and not any of it has worked. Yeah. So they're going into, uh, Lucas and, uh, Lucas and, Erica and Max are going into the uh, to the uh, Creole Mansion, and they have Phase One. But back in Russia, Yuri keeps stalling, pretending to work on the helicopter. It's getting uh, it gets kind of gets kind of steamy when Joyce and Hopper they're starting to undress, and uh, she's uh, well, she sees Hopper scars, and you know there's some sexual tension there. And boy, I'm Team Hopper, boy. <laughs> I was I thought it was gonna get hotter. All they were waiting on was the date. That's it. So, uh, having decided he's a curse on anyone who cares about him, Hopper still found hope in dreams of Enzo's breadsticks and lasagna. And Hawkins, Nancy and the crew prepare their upside-down commando raid. Dustin and Eddie know their decoys, but as soon as someone says, we are no heroes, you just know they're going to pull some heroic crap before the credits roll. I wasn't, I, I I wasn't thinking that because the way Steve was like, "Hey, don't let me take care of this. Don't get hurt or whatever." You thought Steve was gonna be mega hero right here. I thought he was gonna take Nancy from that, you know, from Jonathan. Finally. Yeah, I did too. I did. Especially after the talk. I was all in on Steve and Nancy. All in. On it. <sighs> yep. So as Erica and Lucas explore the creepy curl house, Phase One begins. Except a passenger. Except a passenger by spots. Erica guiding Jason and his newly acquired handgun, Jason's his name, to the murder house on Warhead. Fuck Jason. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> the worst. So, uh, so after uh, after they uh make it into the into the Krill house, the surfer board pizza van. I think they finally make it to. Uh, they have to figure out where they need to go, and they say, Eleven lets them know. She can't fight. Uh, she don't have to be there to fight. She can fight in, uh, she can escape reality and fight in the... Yeah, and that's when you finally see uh, Eleven's powers, what she can do. 
Yep. And like since she's got them back and stuff. Besides the besides the helicopter going down, I think this was the first time. Besides that, yep. that you can finally see her using her powers like she used to. That's right. Like so see she, her walking through the water and it was all pitch black and stuff. I can't remember if they put her in the salt tub at the pizza place, surfer board pizza, before or after, but you told me, Mumal, your favorite scene or maybe the best scene was whenever uh, the, uh, Eddie Munson gets on top and he starts playing Metallica's Master of Puppets to draw yes. the demon bats to him. Yes. That was sick. Have you ever heard that song before? No no judgment. No. Okay, I, that is a... Look, I'm, I'm not the biggest Metallica fan. I mean, really me neither, but it is a absolute metal banger. It's been around forever. My favorite band of all time, Trivium, paid a tribute to it and covered it on a CD whenever I was 16. The whole the whole thing with Dustin and Eddie fighting the bats in that little camper house, whatever the hell they were in. Yeah. And I they, think that was they, Eddie Munson's trailer. Yeah, yeah. Upside down. It was his uncle's trailer. Yeah, his uncle's trailer. Yeah. Um, but the whole scene, even the after, even after he played the guitar and all that, even that scene. Yep. It was like all from that point until then was my favorite. And they were so good with each other, right? Yeah. As like a little power combo and mm-hmm. it used to be it was Dustin and Steve for the last couple episodes uh, last couple seasons yeah. Dustin and Steve had this little cool bromance but then deep down you know Eddie is uh is the boy's hero pretty much Hellfire Club the leader you know he looks up to him Steve was a friend I think Eddie was like an idol to him because at school no one gave a shit about Eddie Mike and Will Mm-mm. I mean uh Mike Will and Dustin they had their little nerd club but Eddie was their leader you know what I mean Eddie had the boys back Man, I love Eddie. Well, anyways, he starts playing uh, Master of Puppets, badass, badass scene. It works out. They get him there. The it, it, what needed to happen happened. He draws the bats in. But one thing that kind of slipped through, man, is that if your team Steve and say your team, there's team Steve and Jonathan. Jonathan was in the background most of the season, and I think me, are you, your team Steve, right? Yeah, absolutely. Did so you were totally on the train that. Jonathan and Nancy were over. Um, yes. I think it was gonna I thought it was gonna happen at some point in in season four. Yeah. But uh boy, I was wrong again. Yep. Before we get to the at the end of that, they're in the house. Uh Max and Lucas are in the house and uh they're trying to uh lure they're using themselves as bait. She turns off her walkman, phase two begins. It doesn't work. Eleven can see Max in the I don't know what we're going to call that in that psyche world wherever they're at. Uh, but pitch black, pitch black with the water. Whatever. Yeah, but Max is the guest of honor. Max guest of honor is a no show. Max digs deeper into taunting that Vecna aimed, that Vecna aimed at her and faces her own emotional demons by acknowledging acknowledging her darkest thoughts about her late brother Billy, as she admits that her bravery, as possible. And possible sacrifice is rooted in self-loathing rather than nobility. Finally, Vecna makes his present felt by cruelly impersonating Lucas and then Billy. Meanwhile, Eleven is already projecting herself to the Creel house and then takes another step into Max's mind as she finds himself amid a memory of Max skateboarding. It's time for phase three. Max finds herself in Hawkins Middle School snowball as the police's hit every breath you take plays. God, I love that song. Hmm. Just like the moment when Max and Lucas kiss at the end of season two, there's a striking image of balloons bursting in the shower of gore. Remember the bloods were, the blood was yeah. popping? 
School dance turns into something darker and strains. Dream a little dream by me, of me by Ella Fitzgerald. The song plays on the radio when the hit when Henry Creel murdered his family. I I thought that, but I didn't ask Lacey, and I didn't really remember. Right after every step you yeah I missed that because I was tired whenever I was watching I like I I got most of it but like some of the small details I must have missed. That song like, did come on in the ball like at the little Christmas ball and I was like. That's the one where old man Creel was humming that you first hear in the jail. And, and you're like, and that's how Nancy oh. and Robin put two and two together. Yeah, so that song came on, so I knew something bad was going to happen. In the Upside Down, Robin, Steve, and Nancy are, are all grabbed up and choking by choking tentacles as Eddie and Dustin go into battle with the bats. So one thing I noticed, uh, Robin, Steve, and Nancy, they were choked for a while. Because they were, like, getting choked out, and then it went away from them for, like, 10 minutes. I remember thinking, is it ever going to show my boy Steve? I really thought, I kept do. I kept the stupid in my head, kept saying five people die. And then we were at a party Saturday night, and someone had mentioned, it was just, it just, it was, someone said this. They didn't have to kill that person. It was just senseless. So I was like, they're going to kill all three of these right now for no reason. <laughs> They're really about to you die. You should have watched it. I know. When it dropped. You're right. So, uh, Eddie and Dustin, they escape. They head out of the Upside Down. But then your boy Eddie, my boy Eddie, he decided to stay. What was you thinking right then? You're dead. That, he finally, he kind of was going I to can... sacrifice himself because there was no good outcome of that, right? No, when you got about 3,000 bats on you like he had. 300,000. Yeah, every bit. Yeah. And, there, yeah, there's no getting away from it. I mean, what when when Steve got hit by his, there was only like, what, 10? Yeah, and he and he was eight to pieces. Yeah. So that was the moment right there. You're like, golly, Eddie sacrificed himself. You didn't really know then, but you knew. So, uh... I think at that time, uh, Mr. Vecna enters the dance. Yeah. And he's kind of taunting Max. And uh, he's you could tell that he's like, I remember him saying, time's up, Max. Like, mm-hmm. there's always that last time right before he kills you where you know you're not getting out of this dream. Like, this one's happening. Yeah, and you didn't ever hear the clock. That is something I noticed whenever mm-hmm. they were in the ballroom. Okay. When Vecna finally popped up, you you never like Max quit hearing the clock. Yeah, because you remember how the clock like every every person the other three people that got killed before before the before the fourth kill, all of them heard the clock. Okay. But when Max was about to get killed, because she but she never, okay she never did die obviously. Yeah, but before that she they, they always still have the, the fourth. Clock anyway. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, they they didn't play the clock. So. Whenever he is about to kill Max, Eleven comes in. And you're like, okay, here we go. And off the rip, Eleven grabs him and holds him in the air. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, she's going to Debo him right now. She's way stronger than Vecna. Yep. That wasn't the case. Vecna, uh, Vecna and I, what, what I kept getting confused, not confused on what I kept forgetting, was he's in that dream, in that realm, but his physical being is webbed up at the Krill house in the Upside Down. Just like, he could have hurt Eleven there, but his her actual body was in the salt bath. So I keep watching them thinking they're trying to kill each other. And maybe they could there? Because obviously you could because he's killed all of his other people there, right? Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, he uh, killed Dr. all of his Dr. victims. Dr. Brenner and Owens brought a living back whenever she was pri- whenever she was practicing, right? Yeah, because everybody else he killed, and then in real life, their eyes are popping out and their arms yeah. are breaking. So, yeah, he could have killed her there. But they get into a good battle. Uh, Eleven is working on him. But meanwhile, at the pizza shop, she's like, you can tell my, uh, Mike knew she was fighting because he's like, she's in battle right now. She's fighting. And he keeps chanting. He keeps like saying, I love you. Yeah, I love like you. The lights were flickering and all kind of other stuff. It gets real powerful. And as soon as that, and while that's happening, boy, it was my favorite best scene is Hopper is going to battle with a Demogorgon with a sword. <laughs> he slides under and chops his arm off. And at the same time, uh, at the same time, the uh, Nancy and Steve and Robin, they got the the fucking gas bombs or the alcohol bombs. They're blowing up, the, catching the body on fire. Yeah, that's what fucked me up because I I knew that they were gonna that they were gonna find Vecna eventually because Erica had the light, and er- Erica was really the one that that found Vecna inside okay. the crew house. But whenever whenever they finally after after they got unchoked, okay, and they found Vecna, I think they did they get unchoked after I didn't mean to go hold your thought. Whenever they got unchoked, was that when Eleven put the first little hurting on him? Uh, yeah. That's whenever they become unchoked. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, go ahead. I'm so sorry. But uh, see what what messed me up was when they threw the alcohol, or basically it was a it was a Molotov cocktail. Correct. Yeah, I couldn't think of that. I could not think of that name. Thank you. That that was all that was. Correct. But uh, fire wasn't really doing too much to him. Like it was hurting him, but. Well, he's stronger than the Demogorgons, and you know he. Yeah, it, you're supposed. That's like how. He, that's a. Yeah. He created the Demogorgon. Yeah. And the mind, like the mind flare, all that, all yep. that, yep. good stuff. But I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, dude, there's no way that fire's hurting him like that. Yeah. There's no way. And I, I was thinking that too, because he was walking towards him after the first, mm-hmm. mol- uh, after the first Molotov cocktail. Molotov cocktail. He's walking at him. Uh, at the same time, Hopper cuts off the head of the Demogorgon, hurts him a little bit more. Eleven's battling him. Uh, and then, then after that, after that, you see the scene of uh, the other guy that's with Joyson. He's a black Murray. Guy. Murray. You see Murray with the flamethrower. With the flamethrower. That's right. It's and all happening. Like five or six of them. That was fast. That was nice. That was really fast right there because you had a hell of a scene with Steve. And then and the other two, and then you had you had Hopper Joyce battling the Demogorgons. Yep. And then you have Eleven, Max, and and Vecna. Yep. And it was like it was like boom 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 boom. Like it happened so fast. Very. Normally, normally they kind of drag some of this stuff out, but that there was like a good ten minutes. It was sick. That was like my eyes were getting heavy. Boom. boom. I, not as in sleepy. My eyes were getting kind of watery. It was cool. Just, just, just a really cool scene. And so, the second uh, Molotov cocktail hits him, and then Nancy comes in spraying buckshot with the salt off. Boom, boom, boom. Third shot, blow. Fourth shot blows him out the window. And I remember thinking, man, he he could be dead, but I knew season five in the back of my head was coming. Yeah, what I was thinking right there when Nancy was shooting him is you are doing absolutely nothing because you hit you hit one of the Demogorgons with it, and yep. it does nothing. Yep. The only thing that hurts him is fire. 
So she did. I thought I was like, you're wasting your fucking time doing that. And eventually she really did because she blew him out of the, the yeah. and he wasn't dead. Mm-mm. I kept thinking, I knew there was going to be a season five. So I kept thinking it has portrayed Vecna as being the creator of all this shit and this badass dude. So I there's no they're way gonna, they're going to kill him correct. On, on season four. I was thinking, who is after Vecna? Because uh, is there some other boss badder than him? But then after they said, you know, it kind of portrayed him as he was the creator of that. So I knew they wasn't, that wasn't going to kill him. But he gets blown out the window. They run outside. He's gone. And then I did like at the, uh, I don't know how long it was after that the earthquake happened. That was right after that. Yeah. It was, yeah. He right disappears. After. And we say earthquake, but it was, that's what they, the humans called it. There was a massive split, just like he told Nancy in the beginning of that episode that it was going to happen. He said, tell 11 it's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. It split, and did, what did it do to Jason? Cool. He was in the middle of it when it split. Dude. He got dude. burnt from the insides out. Mm. That was I, so awesome. I am so glad. And such a terrible scene because you saw Max on the brink of death, which was an upsetting so, scene. She is basically a vegetable. As of now, she's a vegetable. Broken arms, like, broken legs. All your limbs are broke. Lucas says that You're there's blind. a chance. Doctor said that she won't come back, but you got to think. Eleven was putting them hands on her, too. Yeah. You got to think that she's going to... You have to think. I don't know what good and right, right there. And right there. Like, she is dead. Yeah. Like, she passed away in Lucas's arms. And then Eleven just puts her hand on her. And then you can finally see... You can finally see... I guess what Eleven can do now because frankly, she just brought her back to life. She had them Jesus powers and nobody knew. I didn't know that. No, I didn't. She hasn't done it before. That's right. So, Eleven, at the end of the day, she was, she's still a kid. So, I know we only got one season left, but you've seen her powers from season one to season four get stronger and stronger. Yeah. Makes you like her even more. She saved Lucas. I mean, she saved Max. Lucas said the doctor said she was dead for over a minute. It was a miracle. Eleven knew it was her. The. Hawkins is in a state of like Hurricane Rita hit. <laughs> yeah. Magnitude 11 they earthquake, I think is what it was. FEMA packages and set up and it looks like I said, it looked like Starks when Hurricane Rita hit. But it's uh, at the at the very end, it, it kind of, it leads you off of, there's a massive war coming. Because. Yep, and, real, Hawkins, and Hawkins will never be the same. Because this is the first time ever, correct me if I'm wrong, that the actual real life, not the upside down, is uh is similar to the upside down. Things have been open. There's it's it's yeah. let the upside down be completely not just little holes, not four little holes, not under the lake, not at the Eddie Munson house. A massive crack in the upside down is open. It's not just four little portals anymore. It's 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 busted wide open. Yeah. So I did like how they let Will say, "I know he's still here. I can feel him." And then you get the sense right there that Will. Is I think in season five that Will is going to be back like it was in season one. Main player? Yeah. Yeah, he still, he was yeah. the first one in the Upside Down. He still has that feel for the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. He's got that sense, that spidey sense. I can't wait for season, uh, I can't wait for season five. It's going to be 2024, I think I saw. But, like, I, I do think you're right. I think Will's going to be a, more of a main player. Mike, Mike was the main character for a long time. He didn't do. Yeah. He played a big backseat on this season, mm-hmm. and what such a what me and you say was an absolute great season. Yeah, and look, I know, I know you don't want to talk about this much. Go ahead, but uh, we got to talk about Eddie's death. I know you skipped over it because you we didn't did. want to talk about it. Not not necessarily. It was a lot. Nah, talk, nah, about, I, talk about it, Rob. Talk about it. 
That was probably like, uh, I, there was only one time that I teared up okay. and it was that moment because they, they portrayed Eddie as like this really good character in the end, in the last episode. And well, he he was a really good, he was a really good character, but, uh, they, they did a really good job with him and I did not want him to let go. Me neither. He was. Cause I, like when we did the first Stranger Things episode. I even said I didn't like Eddie. Did you? Yeah, I did. Damn. I did not like Eddie okay. at all. You grew. He grew on you, though. Yeah, yeah. He really grew on me, especially the Papa episode and the the finale. Yep. But I mean, I did. I teared up, dude. I ain't that, gonna lie. That sucked. Eddie did die. Dustin did a hell of a job. The actor, I, I don't know Dustin's actor, his his name. He did a hell of a job with the crying. Seemed believable. Seemed genuine. Rest in peace, Eddie Munson. So the the kill count is it was Jason, Eddie Munson. You thought Max was dead. Max didn't die. Out of like main characters, it really wasn't a whole lot. Max is on the brink of death, but she, no nobody else really died. So it was like, damn, why'd they have to kill Eddie, dog? Let Robin die, dude. I really don't know who the other three were. There wasn't. There wasn't five. It was bullshit. It was fake news on. It was just fake news. Thirty three people died in the earthquake. No. Yeah, but it wasn't five main characters. Jason, he was not even a main character, but he was a villain. I mean, he died. Mm-hmm. It was other than that, the rest of them are alive. Think about it. All the Pizza Surfer van, everybody in there lived. Mike lived. Lucas lived. Dustin lived. Steve lived. Nancy lived. Robin lived. It was just that. Why'd I had to do my boy like that? Mm. Well, anyways, it that sets up. pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It sets up season, season five to be massive. I had a great time watching it. I'm going to give my opinion. Season one grabbed me like no other, like top five shows ever grabbed me like to where I needed to, I could not wait till the next night to watch it. I had to like watch it at work or something like. Yeah, I did the same thing. Man, I couldn't get enough of season one. Season two was a little slow for me, but I still love season one so much that I had to watch season two. Season three was like, man, it was, it didn't grab me, but I still, it was something to watch. It's Stranger Things. You watch it. I love season one so much. Man, season four brought the juice, son. Yeah, th- this is by far the best season out of the other out of, out of the other three. They it grabbed me just as good as one. I like season one and season four the best. I'm not gonna try to live in the moment too much. I loved season four; it was great. I loved season one as well too. I'm so glad it it, it they the way they did it, the way they wrapped up Vecna as Henry Creel as one. Papa's a death. Maybe they counted Papa's a death. Yeah, true. Yeah, it don't matter. I thought five main characters were gonna die. I was gonna be like, oh, they're gonna kill Steve and yeah, Nancy. They, they probably they probably killed uh the other doctor too. Yeah, that's right. The when the military because you didn't you didn't see him again because the military the military uh found him because he was the only one left inside the lab. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So, final score. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Dylan gives season four. That's all we're going to talk about. One through ten. 9.8. I agree. 9.8. It A was fine. really solid 9.8. Like, not no question about it, 9.8. I thought it was great. I was here for it. They didn't have to do Eddie that way, but I get it. It made for good TV. Yeah, it did. We appreciate y'all for listening. We hope y'all enjoy listening to this as much as we enjoy making it. I'm Rob. 
That's Dylan. This is Winner's Win.